right. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Mirandas, and this week we are doing a bonus episode to discuss this week's news, uh, SATC news. What is the news, Sarah? So the news is that Sex and the City is premiering a revival of the series on HBO Max, and it's starting filming this spring in New York City. Yes, it is. Well, it's funny because... um, Sarah Jessica Parker and I think Kristen Davis, they released like a little like teaser on their Instagrams. I fucking hate teasers like that. They give you nothing. (laughs) Well, the teaser was annoying. Like I thought the teaser was really cool at first. And then I just read that they haven't even begun production. So I'm like, oh, you guys just like got shit off of like flicker like, like stock, stock, stock video stock, stock footage of the four five six and like she doesn't take the subway you know like she if, does if, not take the train especially I was, now i was waiting to see some sort of like you know um social justice warrior type thing and, and i i'm i'm so worried that they're trying to rebrand this to be more politically correct and to you know, I was listening to a bunch of interviews this week with Sarah Jessica Parker and, and just reading a bunch about it. And and her push is, you know, it, it would be really fascinating to see the girls with social media. And she mentioned the Me Too movement. And I'm like, keep sex in the city's, you know, lack of political awareness sacred. I mean, there's some things like, you know, you don't get a second chance. You lived in that time period. You said what you said. You did what you did. You don't need to reinvent yourself. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Every reboot of a show that was like before the new millennium or like right during it. And I can name a few. Whenever they come back, they're like, cell phones. Can you believe it? You know, (laughs) Facebook.com. Wow. I'm just going to like her photo here. And it's like. It's like the geriatric. Um, you know, computer one-on-one class. It's, it's not good. It's, it's like the it's like the thing that's like anchoring the whole like reason that the the thing has been reboot is because there's technology now, and it's so fucking annoying. I know it really is, and I'm not a fan of. Well, I think the big news with the revival, and that's where this is the revival, not only is getting controversy and excitement, but because Samantha, you know, Kim Cattrall is not going to be in it. I know. It's not the same. It really is not the same. It's not the same. And I was reading a Rolling Rolling Stones article about it and why it's such a disservice to have the revival without um, Kim Cattrall. You know, Samantha is an amazing character. Kim Cattrall did a fantastic job playing this character. But the foundation of Sex and the City is the power of female friendships and long-lasting friendships and how they are the loves of their lives. So to have the revival without (laughs) one of the core characters feels like a disservice to the message. And also, you know, and I think we're going to talk about this, like, what, how are they going to write her off? Is she just in LA? Did she die from the breast cancer? That seems really fucked up. Seems kind of tacky if they did that. Okay, so this, here's the thing. I was thinking this exact same question yesterday, which is how could they write this off in a way that felt seamless and that wasn't, like, annoying for the viewers or, like, obvious for the viewers? And I was thinking if I was a writer, the way I would do it is just literally not even mention that she's not on it. (laughs) 
<laughs> I mean, I don't know if that Samantha makes sense. who? <laughs> but just literally um, like, oh yeah, like Samantha's got a ton of work this week or something like that. You know? Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so this is going to be a 10 series, 30 minutes, and sh- th- sh- Samantha's going to dodge every get together. <laughs> yeah, because she's wait, I, super busy with question. work. So Kim Cattrall is not a writer of the show or producer or whatever. So she doesn't own any rights to the character. So the show can do whatever they want with it, right? Her storyline. Yeah. Well, it depends how savage that. they want to be. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, they use like old footage and like like use technology to kind of like boom her into scenes. with Right. Yeah. As if it's like, uh, you know, oh, she died in a skiing accident. <laughs> like something like bougie like that. Like, <laughs> Oh, my God. Also, do I, you hear yeah. my doorbell ringing? Is my doorbell ringing? Or am I just going insane? I think you're going insane. Okay, cool. That's totally cool. It's fine. Um, yeah. But I, yeah, I, I wasn't that excited when I heard the revival. I was I certainly intrigued. I know. But if, if. The Sex and the City movie two taught us anything. Some things are just better left untouched. That was a disaster of a movie. <laughs> and I don't know if they want to end on a high note. I don't know why they did that movie and what the revival's gonna be. I, yeah. I'm I, intrigued uh, though. And I will watch it, obviously. So I saw the first one in theaters at like a midnight showing. That was the only time I saw I've seen a midnight showing in my life, which is like really ridiculous now that I think about wait, it. Wait, you went to a midnight like premiere, like a premiere type thing where people waited in line. Or- like you know how people like wait for the new Star Wars to come out, you or like did that for sex. or Harry Potter. I did that for Sex in the City, the movie. In like 2008 or something. When did it? I'm actually gonna look when it came out because I want to. 2008, because we were, we were seniors in high school, and I remember being like, "This is it—the moment we've all been waiting for." Wow, 2008. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wow, it's 2008. I don't know why I felt like 2014. So that was. When did the second mm -hmm. one come out? The second one, I think, came out in like. I feel like it came out in like 2013 or something. No, or like right. It was 2010. Oh. They only waited two years. <laughs> they only waited. Two, they're like, these women are aging like fucking grapes <laughs> sitting out on a countertop. We gotta get in. Like, what the heck? Okay, so. I never watched the Carrie Diaries. Did you? God, no. No, I don't watch the CW. <laughs> I never watched the CW. I'm, here's the thing I've heard from some. Like, there are some people, like, the few handful of people I've heard who ever even, like, watched that show, they all binge-watched it, and they said they liked it. So... And I'm a binger, so I could probably get into it. But I'm a loyalist. So I, for instance, am with, like, The Office. Mm -hmm. Everyone, if you're a true Office fan, Mm -hmm. you know seasons one through four are the best. And anything with Michael Scott that went after he left... It's just not the same quality. I will I argue yeah. one through six. I will go through six. Okay. After six, okay. After five, yes, that's it. No, I don't. I don't care about Saber. I don't care about these random cameos that they're having. 
Um, no. Anyway, let's get I back agree. to Sex in the City. <laughs> well, I'm I will I'm I say this because I am resentful of when original material is somehow like you gotta adapt with it and change with it. It's like, yeah. no, I liked this show for a reason. Why isn't Samantha there? Like I think if you can't have all four girls together, don't do the show. Yeah, and also like so I was reading on The Guardian like a piece about it. And um, <laughs> something that made me laugh was, <laughs> uh, let me just read this sentence. Yeah, this please. is This is a review about the second movie. <laughs> it, it held up a mirror to the 21st century excess and nobody, but nobody liked what we, they saw. One, one IMDb reviewer called it terrorist motivational tool. <laughs> And for those, <laughs> and for, for anyone who doesn't know the context, they, there's this scene in Sex in the City where they're in Morocco, a Muslim country, and Samantha. No, no, du- Dubai. Okay, they're in Dubai. Okay. 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 Another Muslim country. And Samantha somehow finds herself in the center of the market square completely naked and meanwhile there are all these like women with burqas and hijabs on and she might as well be stoned to death (laughs) right (laughs) and it was like not funny in my opinion (laughs) and so terrorist motivational tool is how i interpreted that unless you saw it differently but i thought it was so funny (laughs) when we talk about Sex and the City, 1998 to 2004, whatever, how politically incorrect it was. Even, like, looking back, this was 2010. There was a little bit more enlightenment of, like, what was becoming more or less acceptable. This is, that film was, I, I, you know, I'm not going to call it a film. That, <laughs> I don't know if I call it artistry. I don't know what that was. It was so Islamophobic. Yes. And, it was, <laughs> I, I mean, I do believe they used one thing, Lawrence of Labia. I mean, that's just bad. <laughs> that's just a bad pun. I don't know. So if, if the Snorting. movie, if the second movie is anything like the revival, this will be very, very bad for the Sex and the Z franchise because right now this show is a cult classic in the sense that fans love it, but don't keep fucking it up i know and like i just okay so like there there's like two hits out on this thing like one no no samantha jones like what the hell like how are we supposed to even like what okay and then (laughs) i love how because um from what i understand sarah jessica parker Kristen davis and i think cynthia cynthia nixon are all producers on the reboot Mm -hmm. and um I just find it funny that like 10 months into the pandemic that's still going on, they're like, you know what this world needs? <laughs> Sex in the City reboot on that fancy platform called HBO Max. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, God. Oh, my and, God. And meanwhile, I'm like watching on the news, like not to get all 
political. But like I'm watching like, you know, uh the an insurgency. You know, in- <laughs> the second impeachment <laughs> of our president. <laughs> and I'm watching, you know, like the various attacks that happened at the Capitol, and I'm just like, yeah, like sex in the city. Like <laughs> what's Carrie up to? <laughs> exactly what does carrie think about this um oh my god okay so there's some like amazing dave dave chappelle skit where he says something like when there was really serious news news i don't know what maybe it was 9-11 oh i know it's 9-11 i know exactly and they're like let's see what ja rule says and he's like fucking ja rule who the fuck gives a shit what ja rule has to say right and so this is it's like this like who the fuck cares what sex in the city has to say right now about it but on the other side i think a lot of people are turning to a slight familiar things that make you feel good you you yearn for a better time i don't which know which is a which is like the self-care coded way of saying escapism. <laughs> I know. Actually, that's exactly it. And it's like, so I just started watching this new show on Apple TV, Ted Lasso. And oh, it's I don't so know. good. It is so good. But you know what, though? It's sweet. It's happy. It is every episode you end with a smile. And I think when the world's on fire, like, why not have that? And maybe this revival, they're, they're looking for that. They're like, people need to be entertained and their senses dulled but totally I I, I I honestly think that is the motivation I think that um the quarantine has spent a little bit people spent too much time in their own heads Sarah Jessica Parker <laughs> <laughs> and think that this might be a good idea I okay here's the thing I don't mean to sound like a negative Nancy we're, we're coming from a Miranda perspective we are the yes. Mirandas I'm Gilly you're Sarah here we go Here's the thing. I know there are a lot of people who are really excited. And I am excited, too, for the reboot. How, how, how can we not be? But at the same time, like, as you said, you're a loyalist. It just hurts me that they would continue to potentially tarnish what was a really great series. Yeah, it had its flaws, but it was a great series. It is iconic, and they just are kind of like – it feels cheap to me that they're, like, doing this again. But this is, like, symptomatic of American television. It's like mm-hmm. it's why so many British TV shows do well. It's because they end after, like, three seasons, and they don't yeah. do the, the, the Office UK reboot. They don't do Broad Church. They don't – I mean, right, they, they right, kind right. of let things – leave at a high note and I do think Sex and the City was only six seasons it, it was not a I mean they could have done more with that show I'm surprised there wasn't a season seven and eight because they went out with a bang why like that's funny that you yeah. say that because like Americans are so sentimental where like English people are just like okay no more feelings that's enough <laughs> moving forward you know (laughs) it's so hard to get into some of these like british shows because i know it's not like like fleabag but fleabag was it was like a work of art that show right and so you know does there need to be fleabag the revival i don't know i'd watch it obviously (laughs) fleabag the musical would watch it would watch it but it's i'm intrigued i'm gonna watch it I was um, I was watching some little videos about it, and 
they said that they're going to be filming in New York City. So I am very interested to be a creep and go watch where they're filming. Oh, absolutely. You have to go stalk where they are. Yeah. And also, um, yeah, I don't know. And where my The Miranda's Pod will make t- merch. Just because- oh, my God, we should. We really should do. What- we should- Please, if anyone would like um, like a sweatshirt, I'm into magnets, um, pins, not so much, matchboxes, I don't know, whatever, coffee mugs. We'll put it on our IG story. Actually, I want to thank everyone who replied to our IG stories yesterday. I, like... As a true Miranda, I got, like, other shit to do. And I finally, like, made carved out some time to work on the Miranda's social media marketing. <laughs> <laughs> and I, like, put up some polls. And I got some pretty funny responses. First of all, y'all are savages. 100% of you said you'd take a few thousand dollars that the oh. Parisian architect left on the bedside Good. table. I and would, too. Mm-hmm. What and were the results? We, did you ever ask about the toot versus the fart? I did not ask about the Fuck. toot versus the fart. I think it was, you, you know, it was universal at that point. That there was, was not, toot. there was not a hung jury on that one. It was, it was, it was a toot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I think we should do like a weekly poll after the. Um, Yep, we're so. just thinking out loud here, guys. <laughs> Sorry. We're, we're workshopping. Anyway, um, so, yeah, thank you for everybody. Um, special shout-out to all of the people who messaged me saying nice things about the last episode. And I'm so curious to, to hear what people think about the revival. And if you're yeah, going to watch it, you're excited for it. If you think, let it be. Um, yeah. Yeah. So curious, um, should we, before we end, make any sort of uh, forecasts for what we'll see with the Miranda character in the future? Oh, yes. Okay, so, well, I think let's quickly address where they left off. So we're leaving off not You tell me because I didn't finish. Okay, so we're not, okay, so it's interesting because the series isn't the end of the characters. It's now we've got this fucking movie. And so Carrie and big end off, they were on kind of a Rocky note and then surprise, you know, surprise. <laughs> and Spoiler they have, alert. They have this beautiful apartment. He gets her like a gift that she doesn't like the TV, blah, blah, blah. She ends up coming back. He ends up giving her that beautiful black diamond. These and people they, are so spoiled, but anyway, they're fucking, it's white privilege on steroids. And, Charlotte ends up um, <laughs> feeling better about her baby because she has baby oh, yeah. Rose and then the other um, kid. I don't know the name. But, yeah, so she reconnects with the with Harry, and I believe the name. What do you mean reconnects with Harry? Were well, they, they divorced? Were kind of, they were kind of distant because she was, I think, nervous oh, about – him liking the nanny or something like feeling kind of threatened by this nanny who ends up being gay but so oh my Charlotte god seems... okay this is like it gets bad see this is why like, <laughs> it gets bad okay so um samantha obviously uh, okay her plot samantha... lines with her just like having sex with a guy in dubai under the fireworks on a car and like yeah. That's truly it. And then Miranda. <laughs> fuck, how does Miranda's plot line end? I think just goes back to Brooklyn. So that's where they are. <laughs> We've got, there's a lot to work with. So I have a theory. 
Okay, what's your I theory? I don't know if Carrie and Big are going to be together. I think too boring. I think something's going to happen. But then again, movie one and movie two, there's problems with them. So d- Here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. I think the audience would be... I think what we saw last week at the Capitol... <laughs> What happened with sex in the city fan base? Yeah. Would have a mutiny. It would be. If Big wasn't (laughs) on. I mean, that's just a slap in the (laughs) White people are like, we've had enough. (laughs) Bring Mr. Big back. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. It would be, and I will say, and I will say, even though I'm not the biggest big fan, you, he, he has to be there. He does. You know? He's integral like, to the show. He was there in the first episode. <laughs> He's integral to the show. Um, I'm wondering, Dakota said, he made, Dakota made a good point and said, well, maybe it's going to be about a single woman in her 50s and dating and what that's like. Oh, that's, that is, that is terrific. Astute observation, Mr. Fontanello. That is terrific. Yeah. I was just thinking of, a, like, here's the thing. I wish we were in the writer's room because I think <sighs> we really could add some twists and turns. Um, basically, what if Big and Samantha had an affair and they, <gasps> that's why they're off the show and that friendship ended and we oh. finally realized that Mr. Big, for all those who weren't convinced, is a tool. <laughs> wow. I fan fiction again. That's a, that's its own that's avenue. That's fan fiction on a on a on probably the darkest timeline possible. <laughs> and that's probably worse than Samantha dying. <laughs> would be for her because well, one of the one of her, you know, best characteristics is her loyalty and how loyal she is. Right. She's a fierce right. advocate for her she friends. She is. She yes, is, she is. You know, yeah, she's pro- she's such a loyal character that she's not coming back to for the survival. Yeah. Um, yeah. for Miranda. Yeah, yeah, Miranda. Yep. Again, I what my fear is, and I was talking about this with one of my friends, is that I I do believe that they're trying to go back in time and address the political political incorrectness that happened in the original series. You you think that's what they're woke. doing? I think they're trying to be woke, and I I'm I'm worried that it's going to be you know they're going to just put a lot of like here's the person of color, someone who's LGBTQ, and do this kind of like token diversity, which yeah, I mean they did that, that yeah did, already did they? yeah oh with her yeah. assistant yeah yeah yeah, and they're I mean, like I think they we tried. have Muslim people <laughs> second <one. laughs> but I was like you're doing it wrong. Well, I I think this is what happens when you have. Uh, when your writer's room isn't diverse is you have a white privileged person's perspective of diversity which is like token like characters i don't know right well here's the thing what do you think this is what i think is going to happen with miranda slash what i would do with miranda okay so brady is about the age where he's applying to colleges if not in college (laughs) wait are you no, he's like and 14. No, he was born in 2003 around. Why do I know oh, this? Shit. Because I know this. Okay, you're, you're right. Why don't I think this kid's like 12? And I, I think it could be really great to see Miranda 
in the like college application process, a la that scandal that happened. Felicity Huffman and like Lori Laughlin. Where she's trying to get Brady into Harvard. But it's not a scandal, but like he's actually really smart and like hardworking and um he wants to be a Miranda, lawyer too or some shit. Do you think Miranda has another kid? She seems like a one 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 and done. Mm, yeah, no, she seems like an only child type of mom. But uh what about Steve? Maybe Steve opened another bar. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> is Steve, are, are they going to be, are they divorced? God, I hope not. God, I hope not. Now, my favorite couple on the show, and this will be what, on the brand as this will come up, is I'm a forever stan of Charlotte Harry. Char. <laughs> Cher. I don't okay. know. And so if anything Sherry. happens. Sherry. <laughs> I fucking worship Sherry. And I, if anything happens to them, I will be very upset. I think that they're a, a, yeah. rock, a rock of a relationship. Yeah. I think I think they are a rock of a relationship, and um, yeah, that would be. Is she like? I don't know. God, she's got a kid in college. I know, I know. What about any of the other characters? Stanford. Like, can they just make Stanford happy, please? Well, yeah, because he's with Anthony, so hopefully they have kids. No, I think they were kind of older for have kids. Wait, now this is getting a little personal, but. Okay. <laughs> Post the show. Uh huh. Cynthia Nixon came out as gay. Oh right, yeah. One of the piece think pieces I read talked about that. So yeah. it is interesting that I wonder would that be written into her character? Would she leave Steve? Oh, interesting. I mean, I think that would be kind of like art breaking the life life. (laughs) yeah life mimicking art or whatever the hell that saying is which i should know um uh i I think that would be kind of yeah breaking the fourth wall kind of strange but in one of the think pieces i read they were just talking about how it was interesting that she came out like after the series yes people come out later in life but yeah like what did she necessarily maybe she like intentionally held off because of the heteronormativity of the show, you know, it might not have been even even though in season one they were like alluding to. I know, and they dressed her very <laughs> masculine. Like it's okay. So I I do not think that will happen. That was another possibility. Um, God, can you imagine what like the the social media part of it will exist and the online Instagram all of that is going to be on this 100%. Well, I think that's the actual here's the thing. We know that they're going to be like technology. Woo! Yeah. Look at this. It's magic. But yeah. um let me airdrop you something, Char. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but I think that actually the thing that actually makes sense is Carrie having a huge Instagram following as a lifestyle influencer that makes sense to me yes yes because that is what she kind of was or they were you know in the show okay the technology wasn't there you know I think that's huge I do think that she's gonna have like a brand that she maybe she'll have even more fame and Big yeah, is, I, big, wait, Big is like 70? Is he 60? Yeah, probably in his 70s, And yeah. Chris Knopf is looks older, too. He's His hair is like white now, yeah. Wow. 
Do you think that yeah. she had kids? Carrie? Yeah. I actually think she would be a great character that I would love to see as a mom. Like, I don't know if she'd be a great mom, but I would love to see what she would be like as a a mom. I kind honest. of like having at least one of the characters not have kids because it shows yeah. that there's other paths for women. I'm assuming that's yeah. Samantha. But, well, she's not on the show, so. Yeah. But also, like, yeah. I think, um, I think it's probably, like, for Carrie, maybe too late unless she adopts. Um. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so. Why are it, we acting like we know this? I don't know, but I, I you know what I think is going to really happen? I think it's going to be the <laughs> same fucking plot line that it is in every. It, they're just going to reuse the same plot lines that happen, uh, yeah. which is like trouble in relationship. Friends have a problem. They come together and it's fine. Like, it, this is going to follow, like, just a typical Sex and the City plot line. I think we'll have some good laughs. I think this is like a reunion show. We're not – this is I, not going to be groundbreaking. I hope that they do, like, you know, as far as modernity goes, like, the same thing they do with technology and social media. I hope they do for, like, like, <laughs> like sex and, like, gender dynamics now, which is, like – uh, they were in a polyamorous relationship. <laughs> like all of a sudden Carrie's poly. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. I, I think there's going to be um, some performative wokeness when it comes to yeah. race, sexuality, politics. Um, mm-hmm. Or maybe, they, or you know what? Or maybe it's going to be really great and we're going to, it's going to be like sitting on the sofa with a glass of wine with your girlfriends and something to indulge in. I don't know. It could be that. And then, and you know, I hope, yeah, I, that's, here's the thing. Here's the thing is what they, from what I understand are going for from, I think quotes from Sarah Jessica Parker about the reboot is they want to bring this comfort, you know, to people. That being said, can we just leave it at that? Like, can it just be something that it's, like, fun and comfortable? Because I just don't think the show can – has the, like, integrity or even, like, ability to, like, be, like, woke and, like, you know, relevant and, like – political or whatever like, just like let it be it, what it is be what it is it's four wealthy straight white privileged women in new york city yeah that 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 at its foundation that's, that's what it enough. is people can buy into it you can enjoy it it's okay to enjoy it it doesn't need to be you know some fucking brand of a water bottle who's like i'm with you too you know it it, it can yeah. just be what it is yeah i think what, um, i have a question though gilly is okay. there a show that it when that you would be like, oh fuck yeah, this revival. I mean, Lost comes to mind. Um, okay, so it already happened, and it was the Gilmore Girls revival. There was a Gilmore Girls revival. Yes, in two thousand and six, and I don't think I'd cried so hard at something I watched. Wait, wait in my was life. it a series or like an episode? It was. It was a four part revival of Gilmore Girls ask your sisters okay. I'm sure they watched it I'm sure they did yeah and because uh, spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't watched Gilmore Girls like 
there was like a like in real life behind the scenes like a lot of problems with the writers and like they weren't being paid enough and they they were like overworked and so they left so they got these other shitty writers on the show who like fucked up the relationship dynamics that like all the fans had been like waiting for because shows that do really well usually from what I understand um it has something to do with like the romance of the two of two main characters that's what keeps like an audience going that's what keeps seasons going and Luke and Lorelai like were supposed to be together and that didn't happen so in the revival they were and they got married in the revival and I was sobbing at their wedding okay we're gonna take 30 seconds to dive into this (laughs) just for one second in the Gilmore Girls original series, Luke and Lorelai don't get together. What happens to them? Um, they kind of go their separate ways, to be honest. Like, they both acknowledge that they... Honestly, it's honestly like none of the above. It's literally just like kind of like a smile and a wink. Like, it's it's like Luke and like the town throws uh, Rory this amazing like graduation party because she graduated Yale. And like, it ends with, um Lorelai and Luke I think they do kiss but she's just like thanking him for doing the party but we don't know what happens to them god it would be like sex and city and Carrie and Big not getting together exactly exactly so yeah anyway (laughs) (laughs) our our 15 minute bonus episode has gotten a little long but um (laughs) Anyway, so we. Uh, I, I want to know mm-hmm. what, what our fans think. So please write in, uh, or we'll, we'll put up the poll on Instagram. And we want, I really want to see if people are excited or if they're like, leave it, leave, leave it be. Let's leave it. Let's pretend this, the, episode, the movie two didn't happen and we'll just leave it at movie one. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Um, and guys, we um, wanted to thank all our listeners. We just finished season one and it's been really cool doing this podcast and Sarah and I have been like really pleasantly like surprised by people who've reached out and said really nice things and um yeah we're excited for season two to do season two and so yeah I just wanted to give a shout out to our our audience our Miranda's Carrie's and Skipper's and Steve's and Charlotte Charlotte's (laughs) and everyone in between um, yeah, Hybrids. so we yep. cannot wait to start season two next week. Um, so we have season two, episode one, taking out to the ball game, and season two is one of my favorite seasons, and I cannot wait to get into it. That's my favorite thing to say. Yep. And if you guys have any questions or prompts concerns. or concerns, <laughs> <laughs> who would you do? <laughs> <laughs> Write in at themirandaspod at gmail.com. I think that's our email. Let me just double check. Is it? Is it the? It's themirandaspod at gmail.com. Yes. (laughs) See, like, we're terrible at this. Yeah, we're we're basically Carrie trying to, you know, use her her laptop. Use dial-up. All right. Love you guys. Okay, bye, Mirandas. We'll see you next week. Bye, Mirandas. See you next week.